Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Was he a Stanley Cup champion with the Rangers? Yes. Was he a full? Yes. Ooh, it's Stefan Matteau. No. And uh, anybody in the news today? Was he Mark? a prominent? Did he play a prominent role on the team? Yes. Oh, Adam Graves. No. Let's talk Devils and Islanders. Let's talk Penguins and Rangers. But let's not talk about Flyers, cause they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny. Which no one can deny. Don't try it till you've had it. This is episode 88 of the Friends and Rivals podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tom Harkis. Joining me each week are Stephen Wojtowicz. Spooky Bill Fougere. Ooh. Nick the Ripper Marita. Oh, Nick the Ripper. I didn't know we were going with nicknames. I didn't either. My God. We well, you, you had the scariest Ooh. one, Steve. Yeah, really. We saw your picture earlier. It was scary. He's wrinkling his face at us. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would have been terrible, Tom. I suck. So, anybody else go trick-or-treating tonight? Anybody? Uh, Nope. Pass the candy out. Did not go trick-or-treating. I passed out some candy, too. Did you get a lot of people? Did you get a lot of people? We we didn't get a lot of people, but at one point, there was, like, 50 people walking down the street. Winds up, it was, like, 45 adults and five kids. So, all five kids came up to the door, but uh, we thought it was going to be a lot more. But, you know, we had a... Not not a lot, but a good flow. Were they were they carrying beers with them on the way? Oh yeah, they they were partying, no doubt about it. <laughs> they were hammered. So I already, any, I already... Any, anytime it's above fifty on Halloween, you, you parents are gonna go crazy. Well, it uh, it rained up by you, didn't it? In, not in, until in like eight o'clock. Oh okay, that's not so. It was bad. after after the rush. <laughs> yeah, the last year I remember having like a friggin' like a like a sweat jacket on and a, and a skull cap. It was a little chilly this week, this year I'm fucking sweating my ass off, but I already rated my kids candy bags and I have a full size Hershey bar. I have a full size Snickers bar, full size Twix and Kit Kats. I like you had the one house in your neighborhood that gave away full size candy bars. Yeah. I don't remember fucking four. No, definitely not That's a lot. A lot. I gotta, I gotta point out too that fun size is getting smaller and smaller every year. They, they are. I feel like I, my fun size candies are, are even less fun than before. And the fun dips, they, they're just the one flavor. Mm. Well, that's Very the Halloween fun. version fun dip. Yeah, you're right. It's that's not, not the, the that's not the full size equivalent. Yeah, no, you're you're right. I stole my kids' candy. Does it have the stick though? Yeah, it has a stick. Okay. Well, um. Oh boy. Yes. What? But they give you a full size fucking stick. That's not the stick, buddy. <laughs> Stole other Laffy Taffies too. Does anybody else like Laffy Taffy? Yeah. No. That's always great. Taffy. If it's not a banana flavor, I'll, I'll do it. I yeah, have banana yeah, flavor, right. Phil. Yeah. Uh, oh no, that doesn't work for me. So I we have, gave I away fun size, uh, and we bought the bag. It was a four pack, so it was regular Hershey, dark Hershey. Crackle and Mr. Goodbar. Which one did I make sure to give out first? Goodbar. Goodbar. Absolutely. All the Mr. Goodbars went first because 
I wasn't having any of that shit in my house. <laughs> What's the, the opposite? Mr. Good Bar? Oh, in comparison to the other three, it's definitely the fourth out of the four. Steve Bates Peanuts. Are you are you high? No. What are you Seriously? talking about? Mr. Goodbar is fourth on that list? Out of those four? Without uh, a doubt. You're high. Without a doubt. Well, number one, Crackle. Yeah. Yeah, Crackle. Come on, dude. Crackle. Hey, here we go. I'm going to throw you a curveball. I'm going to throw you a curveball. Special dark chocolate comes in before regular Hershey. I agree. Wholeheartedly. 100%. Well, fuck you. What do you know? You like Mr. Goodbar. So your Mr. opinion doesn't mean shit. Mr. Goodbar is fucking delicious. What do you know? You know nothing. Guess what my favorite flavor of Laffy Taffy is. Anyone guess? Cherry? Nope. Strawberry. Strawberry? Of course it was strawberry. Duh, strawberry. duh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good boy points for me. You're already <laughs> on, the on top of the other points, Billy. Mm. Fucking brown noser. All right. We're going to start. We are the first one of the year is Fucking we are kisser. off with the shitty call of the week. I feel no. like this should be brought to you by some sort of plumbing supply store, but no. <laughs> we'll have to reach out and try and find a sponsor. Roto Rooter. Brought to you by Mr. Clean. Billy, how fast can you write a jingle? Mm, go. <laughs> All right, let's see if I have to. If watch. you're watching hockey, but you gotta go. No. Anyway. I don't know about All that. right, Steve wrote the first line for me. I guess I gotta <laughs> take it from there. <laughs> and here's the shitty call of the week. Happened in the Toronto Maple Leaf Anaheim Ducks game that was yesterday. Mm. Uh, yesterday meaning Sunday, by the way. Here we go. We'll take another look. Well, there's Adam Henrique. He's in the goal crease at that point, and then he's out. But David Camp, it's actually the Toronto player that makes contact with Shelvin. It goes in off the skate of Justin Hall right there. The defenseman trying to come to the far post there. Okay. Goal or no goal? Hmm. <laughs> Are you seriously oh. asking? I mean, I, I'm sure you know. I'm leaning toward goal, uh, but the second angle that they showed had Henry kind of – it almost looked like he was kind of pushing in on, on the defenseman into the goalie, but it's – It's 100% like... um, pass interference. Uh, yeah. You mean goaltender interference? No, pass interference. I think... I think no, it's not the, the jet same. game, Steve. This wasn't the jet game. It's roughing the quarterback. <laughs> we'll take another look. Well, there's no, Adam Henry. That's, He's in the goal. It's, it absolutely Henrique should be a goal. Out of the right. I'm sure they, they said Henrique pushed the defenseman into the goalie. But yeah, how but you know he? when you look, look at it from above? Definitely he did not. No, he was backing out of the crease. Yeah. yeah. There, 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 I, I, and this was reviewed and called no goal on goaltender interference. Yeah, he's not wow. on the crease. I mean, that's uh, no, that's a that's a shitty call. I'm going to say that's a shitty call. I would uh, lean I, I more agree. towards it not being of a goal week. because of a distinct kicking motion by the defending player who kicked it in the net. <laughs> it's, but he's on the Maple Leafs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but when it's the Maple Leafs, the rules don't apply. You know that. Well, it's like the Rangers. I I understand that, but I mean, I I I, I again. wait. Can you go back one more time? I want to see how the why does the goalie wind up. Belly down. We'll take another like, look. where does he get There's hit? Adam Henrique. He's in the goal crease at that point. Oh, uh, he tried out, to play the puck, <laughs> but he couldn't Toronto get all the way over, so he threw his leg out. 
It goes in off the skate of Justin Hall. He got right he got there. hit by his own player's butt. The defenseman trying Looked to like he's the the moved into him. It's we'll a butt swap. Well, he almost like flops in. He's in the goal crease at that oh. point. And then Can't he's out. It. But David Camp, it's actually the Toronto. Yes, the goaltender tried to play the puck, but that was his own player. But you know, ultimately, it didn't matter because Anaheim won in overtime on a beautiful goal by Zegers. Um, but whoo, whoo. Toronto's having a rough time of it right now. Rough time of uh, it. I feel so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I was sensing a little sarcasm in your voice there, Bill. I got I got <laughs> I got I, I can tell you. That's the team that I had going to the conference finals against the Rangers, by the way. <laughs> well, listen, it's the, early. The good thing about all of our teams, and we'll and we'll find that out and ride the metro, is that it's still way early to 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 go no, back. No. The season should end right now. <laughs> Fuck that. Unless you're Steve. Steve has been waiting three years for this moment. <laughs> Maybe even longer. Yeah. Since 2012. Taylor Hall? No, no. yeah. Uh yeah, since 2012. No, Taylor Hall. Nah, that was they only won four fuck they didn't even win. They won a game in the playoffs. It doesn't matter. You still had an incredible regular right. season. So it was since 2018. You at least you weren't depressed all year. Mm. Although I gotta tell you, I, I like I love depressed, Steve. Yeah, I know you do. You're so gonna hate this week's ride the metro. <laughs> All right, um, let's update our standings of where our teams are at right now. For our, I don't know what the hell are we calling this. Are we calling this anything yet? Did we have? I don't think we came up with anything. We didn't come up with anything. All right, uh, I'm in dead fucking last again. I, I had a fleeting moment this week where I was in second place. Second place. And now and, I'm. Uh, and now where are you? <laughs> I am a little far back, but what I do have going for me is that I have games in hand on all of you fuckers. How Trivia. far back are you? Uh, I am a in good, what place? I'm I'm in last. Oh. Uh, Ten points back of Billy with four games in hand. So, and I'm what right place there. is Billy in? Billy's in third. So if you win. All your games in hand, what place would you be in? Oh, still last. Oh, oh absolutely. Just, just check. But but listen, I got you right where I want you. But closer. But closer. Right where I want you. That's right. God, I yeah. got the ducks so, and the fucking coyotes. How does that happen? You're an idiot. So I added um in the standings, I added a position picks uh in the in the table there. So you can see where you pick that team. And right now, if you look who's, at who's it, who's got the best value? Best value? I think really? it's Steve with the Flyers right yeah. now. With the yeah, that was second, the second to last pick. Fuck the Flyers. Yeah. Fuck yeah, them, fuck but the Flyers. they're helping me. So yeah, yeah. Steve's doing pretty well. A little bit. Steve has five of the top ten right now. But he also God has some pretty man. much two of the bottom five. So it's kind of evening it out. But uh, I have the top two teams right now, which is kind of why I had the lead with uh, the Bruins and the and the Vegas Golden Knights. Helping quite a bit mm. there, but that, uh, the Vegas know. pick was a value pick too. If I'm not mistaken, they weren't too early. Pick 21st, yeah, 21st, and then and we Bruins were to Vegas. We're 13. Devils 17. Edmonton 10. This is one, two, three, four, five right now. And then the first top five pick was the Rangers, who were third pick third, and they're currently in the fifth in points. So, uh, and I mean, but this is like it's so real, like we're saying, it's ridiculous. Right? We to- How many games? How many games remaining? 500. I have 580 <laughs> games remaining. 500. So we got a little <laughs> yeah. way to go still. So a little, a little bit. 
perspective here. So from number four, Devils, 12 points, to number 22 with 10 points. There's two-point difference between... <laughs> two-point difference between all of them. All those teams, right? <laughs> but if the so, season ended today... Yeah. <laughs> if it ended today, I'd be, uh, I'd be winning. But um, I think we got a long season to go, boys. Uh, but, Did yeah. we actually bet anything on this? Yes. What? The loser has to face a consequence. No, we did put not forth say that. by the other three. We did yep. not check say the that. tape, buddy. Yes, we did. Right. Yep. Check we did the tape. That. Steve's correct. Like the loser, loser, like the last place guy, or no, all Luke, three. You, me. you <laughs> would have to do something that Nick, Bill, and I deem appropriate. Me, it's like impractical. Because you think I'm going to finish last. The host of the boat. The podcast. You, you think I'm going to finish last? That's hilarious. <laughs> Again, gotcha. We'll see. Right where I want you. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to ride the metro. Sponsored by Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick now available in chocolate and strawberry. Say the real men drink pink, then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance of everyone, all preference. We're all quick on the inside anyway. Nestle Quick, it does the trick. Billy, we're going to start off with you. This is this slot's normally saved for Billy to get him to, or save for Steve to allow him to put himself out of his misery. But um, <laughs> tough, ro- tough road trip for the Penguins this week. Uh, yeah, Ooh. Penguins suck. So, Tom, how about those Rangers? <laughs> Over to you. <laughs> you wow. got to have a little more That's than that. Most- Tight 45, boys. Okay, uh, I got to expand on that. Okay. <laughs> the Penguins suck. Um, but seriously, uh, yeah, you know, the, the thing of it is, uh, like we were just saying, it's early. And and the the, the thing about the Penguins right now is that I, I don't know yet. Um, I don't have a feel for them yet. Are they going to bounce back from this and be a playoff contender? Or are they going to kind of fade away into the back part of the, the Eastern conference. And I, and I say that for two reasons. First reason is uh, the penguins have not played. Well, no, I, the penguins have played one close game so far this season. Other than that, they've blown out their competition or they've had gotten their ass handed to them in the other eight games, which is kind of a bizarre anomaly. Um, the, the playoffs, if you're, if you're a playoff team, it, you, you get to the, getting those extra points in those close games. So it's my internet, isn't it? I see every, I see the look on everybody's face. It was, it was real close, pal. It was really close. Yeah, it was, everybody's, uh, everybody's been a little bit choppy on my end. And so I figured that must be me. It can't be all of you guys, but yeah, the, the penguins, uh, it, it they are going to end up playing some close games here somewhere along the line. And it's going to depend on how they do in those games. If they're, if they're getting more of the, the, the line share of the points there or not is going to, decide whether or not they're going to be a playoff team or not and then 
The second reason I say that is because the entire, uh, to me, I, I think the entire Eastern Conference is pretty good. I, I, I'm not going to count anybody out in the entire Eastern Conference. I, I think top to bottom, I think it's a strong conference. There's like four shitty teams out there. They're all in the West. Uh, in the East, I don't know that anybody's really that bad. I mean, uh, you know, you look at the teams that are down down there right now, you know, with the Penguins are, are below the the playoff line and the Maple Leafs and, you know, some other teams that I think could, could make some noise. Uh, so uh, it's going to be hard to get to the playoffs and and I'm just waiting and seeing it. Everything that was going right for the Penguins uh, when we were here reporting a week ago went wrong this week, but it's just one week. Yes, it's four games. It's a four game hell road trip. Um, I can't, you know, I can't be too worried about, about it just based on, on that, um, injuries are happening. You know, they're, they're starting to happen. Uh, penguins were, were doing great when everybody was healthy and everybody was going full steam ahead. But as soon as Gensel went Gensel? down, it, it all, it all fell apart. Uh, and, and they're moving guys around and things are not working out, uh, so far, but, uh, they'll get back home. Eventually they, they have Boston tomorrow, which, uh, you know, great. You got you to gotta go on a four-game losing streak and go play the the best team in the league on the road uh, so far. So uh, that's that may be unpleasant. But the entire road trip was unpleasant. So what what's really going to change? Now so, Boston, you have Boston at home. Oh, it's a they're back home. Yeah, no, my mistake. They're still going to get their ass handed to them. Well, and then well, listen, it's and and then you got to play Buffalo, who's who's actually played pretty well to start the season, and then you get Seattle, yeah. who who uh, who uh, beat you guys already on race. Sunday. Yep. So, so that's, let, let, they're saying Latang wasn't in practice today. Is what did he get hurt on the trip? Latang, Carter out. Yeah, but who knows? You know, like they, they they don't really they just disappear. They they play the game, they disappear, and you don't know what's going on, and you don't know when they're going to come back. So, right. uh, yeah, Latang and and Carter mispracticed. Uh, they've already brought up Sam Poulin for his uh, first NHL games. Twenty um, one year old who's hasn't enjoyed a, a win yet, but he played a little bit on this road trip. So that's that's the that's the disarray that is the Penguins. And 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 look, you know, I, I I feel for you. Last week, I was kind of in the same boat with the Rangers. All those good feelings the week prior, and then the next week, it it kind of goes downhill quickly. And yeah. you know, the Rangers to start off their their week last week didn't have a great start to it. They played a really good, solid game against Colorado. Lost in a, in in the skills competition to Alexander Georgiev. And uh, and listen, I'm 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 done. I think we're done with all of these redemption games that are early on in the season. They, they did the David Quinn thing. They did the Georgiev. Um, they did the Ryan Strom thing. I think, I think we're done. And I don't want to see another one of those fucking games for the rest of the year. Thank God. I don't think we have to, but, um, and then they, you know, they get blanked by the Islanders and, and Aaron Sorkin really, I mean, he was incredible. That game really, really was good. Um, Halak, played in that game wasn't so good and you know I, I do want to go back to the Colorado game before before I, I I go on and and look five out of eight points is not a bad week um for for any team six would have been you know a great week but you know five is a very five out of a possible eight points in a week where you play Colorado the Islanders Dallas and in Arizona okay um I'll definitely take that but you know the the if I could have should have would have if Igor doesn't play that puck in the corner against the Avalanche, then the Rangers maybe win that game. Maybe they don't. Maybe it still goes to a shootout. But, you know, uh, just a careless error in, in the corner. And now now you're you're tied or you go down a goal and you have to struggle later on. And uh, 
you know, that game probably goes either way. But you can't get on Shesterkin all that much. 5-0-2 to start the season. Uh, first Ranger goaltenders since 1980 to start out 5-0-2 on a season. And, you know, we've been talking about, you know, back and forth and, and good feelings versus bad feelings. And it's the difference between Igor Shesterkin and Halak in goal. When Igor is in net, Rangers seem to do a lot better and, and win games. When Halak is in net, they don't. Very, very simple. Um, and, and it's not that I don't, I don't think Halak played bad in the Islander game. I thought he played very good. Um, it's just in the other games kind of amplify how bad he has been. I think it's also the difference in that Igor, like Ilya Sorokin, it, they're like a, a cut above the rest right now. They yeah. can steal games. I don't think Halak at this point in his career can steal <laughs> games like he used to. But. No, but your backup goaltender is, is gotta it's gotta give you 50-50, a 50-50 chance. You know, if 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 your backup goaltender finishes eight and eight on the season, I think that's pretty decent, in, in my opinion. Were those games on consecutive days? Uh Colorado Islanders, yes. Okay. So look, and, and that was brought up to um to Gallant about throwing Igor in on back to backs. Um and he was oh, yeah. asked about it, but Later on in the road, uh, or later on the road trip, when they played in Dallas and in Arizona, Igor played both of those games. Um, it helped that the Dallas game was a one o'clock local start time, and the Arizona game was eight p.m. local or or Eastern rather. So it's uh, I, I think that's like a day and a half, um, and I think there was enough recovery time in there for for Igor to play both of those back to back. It's actually a day and a quarter. Oh, a day and a quarter. Okay, thank you, Stat Boy. <clears throat> um, but Panarin's been been pretty hot. Uh, four points in the last two games, including his 31st birthday uh, yesterday against Arizona. Uh, Julian Gauthier. Did I did I make this statement that Gauthier is better than Kratzoff? No. He is. by, And it's not even a fucking competition. And Gauthier couldn't even crack the fucking lineup last year. And he has been astronomically better than Kratzoff. First off, Kratzoff can't finish a game without getting hurt. So I don't know whether his he's big enough to even play in the NHL. Um, so there's there's tons of question marks that I have with Kratzoff. Gauthier is not coming out of the lineup for Kratzoff, I, I don't think, anytime soon, just because of the way he's been playing. He scored a goal in Dallas, which was a really, a really great goal, really good balance goal. Um, but he's providing speed, and he's providing outlet passes, and he's really providing a little bit of balance on those third and fourth line um, shifts. I'm not in love with the Rangers makeup of the, of the third and the fourth line right now. And that's because they're missing um, Phil Heedle and, and Heedle practiced before they went on the trip. Um, he got sick and that's the reason why he didn't go on the trip. Uh, at least that's what they're telling us is why he didn't go on the trip. Um, but you can really see how the balance is, is a little skewed and a little off without, without Heedle in the lineup. And and what also is becoming um, pretty consistent for the Rangers this year is their ability to outshoot opponents and win faceoffs. And I said it all last year, and I'm saying it all this year: how important faceoffs are to a winning hockey team. You didn't say that. Of course, you I, said the check, opposite. Check the tapes. What are you talking about? You said every time no, they lose the faceoff battle, they win the game. <laughs> right, but this year it it's it's kind of that that opposite a little bit but they're they're a great you mean the normal face off hockey team holy crap trochak i didn't realize trochak can really mean that much to a to a hockey 
to a hockey team uh, in, in the face-off battle. And Mika was good last year, but he's, I think he's better this year. And even, even Heedle has been good. So against the avalanche, they outshot the abs 46 to 44 and they outface off them outface off them. Uh, they won the faceoff battle at 57% versus the Icelanders. Uh, it was my goodness. The shot totals were astronomically different. 41-29 Rangers, and they, they beat the Islanders in the draw in the faceoff dot 51%. The Stars, they were outshot by the Stars, um, 33-27, but they won the faceoff dot at 54%. And uh they they really they crushed the the uh the coyotes and, and the shot category 39 to 20 and 54% on draws. So the Rangers are a good possession team. Um, they just got to get their speed and they got to, they got to play better defense because I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. Adam Fox has not played up to his caliber still this year, even with a good game against Colorado um, that defensive pairing between Adam Fox and uh, Ryan Lindgren has just not been has not been where they they were in the past couple of years. In fact, I think if right now statistically they may be third on the team behind uh, Schneider and whoever pairs on the left side, um, then Lindgren and Fox. But um, schedule doesn't get any easier for the Rangers. Um, you know, throughout the entire month of November, it seems like it just gets harder and harder. And this week you have the upstart, you know, Philadelphia Flyers um, coming in, in into the Garden on on Tuesday. Then you got Boston on Thursday and you get Detroit on Sunday. So it's it, it like the schedule is is not doing the Rangers any favors and it's just uh bring your game, bring your A game, but at least they're home and uh and we'll see what happens there. So but for the Islanders, my goodness, you know, we talked a little bit about them again uh, you know the game against the Rangers, but they're they had a monster comeback against the Avs. Well, let's start beginning of the week because last week I was very concerned. We had a pretty shitty week uh, leading up into this. And um, I was afraid this week was going to be a brutal week because we were already three in the hole. Uh, we started the week at what? Uh, three and, or two and four, I think it was. Yeah, two and four. Um, and so then we had to play the Rangers at home, right? Yeah, at home. Uh, yeah. And then the next, uh, two days later, play the Hurricanes in in Carolina, the day I am flying here to, or back to Jersey, which so you, was great. So you I, didn't get to enjoy that game. I didn't person. get to watch the game in person, which would have been Josh Bailey's thousandth game and, wait, and everything. I, I don't want to so, get too ahead, but who scored the game-winning goal that night? Mr. Josh Bailey. Yeah. Mr. 1000. It would have been a good one to see. It would have been a good one. Uh, and then uh, the next day, they flew back home. and I flew back home that night and then played the next morning or day against Colorado at home. So uh, this was a very daunting schedule. And because of where we were already in the play in the standings, it was like, if we don't win some games, this is, this could be like a, a very early casket in the, for this kid this season. Cause it's, it, we were up and down. Uh, we had some really early good games in the first few games of the season and just let down the last few, last two weeks. But uh, against the Rangers, this was um, a very interesting game. I felt like, uh, Rangers were outshot the hell out of the range aisles uh, and, uh, you know, really played well. Isles scored three goals and 29 shots. I mean, not terrible, but, you know, Sorokin definitely stole this game, 100%. And uh, without a doubt, if he, he's not in the goal, you know, I don't think Varley could have weathered the storm and um, got him through. 
Kyle Palmieri got a couple goals. Josh Bailey got a goal, uh, which would have been his thousandth game had he not been scratched earlier in the season. Uh, but hey, uh, a lot of people there were hoping he'd see him at home. Well, it didn't happen. And uh, two days later, they go to uh, play in Carolina when I am, I almost missed my flight, by the way, uh, because my I took Frontier. And just FYI to any listeners that take Frontier, be aware that they do not text you when you are your flight changes. They email you, which I did not know because I don't check my email when I'm at my gate early waiting for my flight. And, you know, of course, I'm sitting there on my phone dicking around. And what happens? The, you know, I look up and I'm like, it still says Denver at this gate. It doesn't say New Jersey. And look at the time and I'm like, I should be boarding right now. And then I, I, you know, frantic, nervous thing. I got up and went over and was like, what's going on? And they're like, you're actually over there at that gate. And they're, they've already been boarding. Oh, I was like, (laughs) what? Apparently they moved, they moved the flight up 30 minutes. I've never had that happen to me. Well, no, no, no. You you can't move a flight up thirty minutes. It moved up thirty minutes. You you okay? can't, they can't do that. How do they do that? I don't know. And then because Frontier's app is so shitty, it doesn't even alert you. So I I because I'm normally if you're like I fly well, Delta or United, expect? that's typically. that's where they save the money. Oh yeah, it was it was it was great. So I was the last person on the plane. I held up. Did they all applaud when you got on because they could finally leave? No, no. But I got a earful from the the lady at the front desk because my God, I ran to the gate. There was nobody there. The whole gate was empty and there was no one at the desk. And about 10 seconds of being like, oh, shit, I missed my flight. The lady finally, she came through the vestibule and was like, looking at me. And I'm like, this is my flight. And she's like, you're the last person, aren't you? And I was like, I guess. And she's like, where were you? I was calling you. You know, I'm like, fuck, you know, anyway. So got on. I just didn't even have my, st- it was just like, well, it, was, it wasn't even a full flight. They just were like, whatever. So where do you want? She was so, calling him. She was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They but like, I, I have never in my life heard of a never. flight moved up it in moved time. Up. Yeah. How, how bizarre was that? And they so, were bitching and moaning at you. Yeah. I said, Lady, I still got a half hour. What are you talking about? I had my headphones on. I'm listening to music. I don't listen to people, you know, and I knew where I was supposed to be and I, I'm on my phone. So I figured I'd get an alert if something changed. It was like all the things that didn't, I couldn't foresee happening happen. So I just, and the worst, and the funny part is I'm on Twitter and I see like um, the Newsday um, uh, beat writer for the Isles is like, oh, I'm flying to Carolina. I'm like, oh, I might see him at the gate, you know? because he's flying in so he's coming i'm off, sitting there I mean, yeah so i'm like doing dumb things like looking around at people coming off planes and shit you know i'm not paying attention to my own thing but so the city on the gate should have been a dead giveaway though well you know I, how I'm, it goes. I'm, I'm, way, I'm way too hypersensitive when i fly oh yeah to even let yeah. that happen i, got, I, 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 got I would have relaxed asked. i got too relaxed i that's my problem wow. because right. i've never had that happen to me i've always been the right like i got there early it was in the right spot you know, I, I figured I'd see things happening and nothing happened. I just got too wrapped up in everything else too I was doing. So, so anyway, Carolina uh, game, come back to that. I know it's tight 45. Uh, so, <laughs> Isles played fucking great against the Hurricanes uh, in a very close game through the first two periods until Josh Bailey knocked in the game winner in the second period in his 1,000th game on a sweet backhand. 
from none other than Mr. Matthew Barzal. And then the floodgates opened in the third period where they scored three more goals. Uh, Brock Nelson had two of those with Zach Parise knocking in one more. And uh, in that game. That was, wait, that was a Zach Parise special, right? That was a Zach Parise. He just kept whacking at it until he finally went in. Uh, no, it wasn't on empty. No? Had a, I, oh, right. It was shorthanded. I don't think it was. Empty. Uh, I could have been. Well, no, probably. Yeah, it was like six. Uh, I don't remember now. I think I, mean, I might be confusing the goals from a different game. Um, either way. Um, I love it how they don't show EN on yeah. some of the goals in the fucking NHL site. It's great. So anyway, they played great. And it was like, all of a sudden t- tides ch- changing here. Next day, go home, go home that night, go home, get on to uh, play in Colorado. And uh, they found themselves in a three nothing hole uh, going into the second period. It was basically right off the off the bat in the second period. Colorado scored the first goal, and then you know halfway through the game, it's three nothing, and you know tight game. Isles were getting a lot of you know, opportunities. It wasn't like a a one sided affair. Just Isles weren't weren't putting the, the puck in the net on some good opportunities, and Noah Dobson scores a goal uh, a few minutes, just about less than a, a little more than a minute after. The third goal from the um, the Avalanche, and once the third period started, the goals kept coming. Parise got his goal that I was thinking of was the, the uh-huh. knock, and he sat there and just chipped away the ball, puck like five times until it went in. Um, Scotty Mayfield scored a nice goal from uh, on a, a beauty deflection from Barzal. Bovillier scores a nice uh, two on one. He went by himself and scored, and then Brock Nelson got the uh, the, the neck the fifth goal, five unanswered against the Avalanche at home. And four of them all in the third period, uh, two of them within 20 seconds. Uh, the Mayfield and Bovillia goals were to tie the game up and then take the lead right back to back. And man, the place just, you know, erupted. Basically, that was a huge, huge win to beat the defending champs after this, like, you know, long week of three games in a row, three great teams. Um, it was a, a big turnaround. So we I've been asked the question, where are the Isles going to score goals? And I know it's early in the season, and I don't think this is going to stay in the same. But where we are right now today, the Isles are fourth in the league in scoring through nine games with 33 goals. Boston's leading the league with 39, 36, Los Angeles, 34, for Edmonton, us at 33. And to me, that's very surprising because it's just we've, we had a couple of games, I think, that really – helped get those goals up, but it's just, it's been, it's been kind of coming from a lot of places and that's good. That's what they need to do. Nice so, balance, nice and balanced leader. Team. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, those 33 goals, guess how many goals Matthew Barzell has? 29. Zero. Ah, damn. I was so close. All assists, baby. He has got money I well spent. <laughs> well, is, <laughs> is on the, uh, he is on point per game, I guess, with 10 assists right now and zero goals. So he'll get them. They'll come. But, yeah, he's. Uh, I think it's it's been interesting to watch them. He's he's had some real nice assists, too. And they've been – and the word is they've been really pushing him to shoot more uh, in practice, like yelling at him, like, shoot. You know, like the coach is basically giving him shit to shoot the puck when, when he's in, the, in those spots instead of looking for that pass sometimes. But, hey, uh, it's – Right now, starting to roll. So hopefully this keeps going. Next week we got a another. Uh, this by the way, this month is wild. I don't know if you guys looked at how many games you guys have this month. Isles have 15 games in 30 days. Every other day of a game, 
it's pretty nuts. Um, so we got uh, this week coming up Chicago at Chicago at at St. Louis at Detroit. All teams that are uh, teams they don't see very often, and uh, you know all away. And um, out of those three, Chicago and Detroit could be tougher than they expect. I hope I'm hoping for not a letdown in any of those games. Um, and then finishing up next Monday, we'll be we'll be at, Cal- uh, at home against Calgary when we're on our our next podcast. So fundamentally sound hockey club. Right now, be careful. Be careful are. of them. No, no, Calgary, not the Islanders. The hell out of here. Oh. Never say that about the Islanders. Fuck out of here. Well, yeah, I look. I counted the Rangers got fourteen. So I, I, and I think, uh, I think we it's all a busy month. We we all. This is where the the schedule kind of gets a little batshit crazy. And I, I, you know, this is the month where I think we'll find out who's who's real and who's not. Steve, are the Devils real? This is a really weird position for me to be in because I never back clean up on the recap. Normally, this is a spot where, you know, you know, 77, 75 to 77 of the last 88 episodes, I would come on and say, wow, the Devils really sucked this week. And I would talk real quick about how bad they were. And then we would move on to the next segment so we can catch up on some time that uh, we've gotten behind because of Nick's talking. Um, But not tonight. Uh, I am going to go very in depth for each and every game that they played this past week. Oh my God in heaven. I had to mute him. Jesus Christ. You guys want to hear this? I don't want to hear this. What the fuck? <laughs> you can't just mute. This is like the best weeks my team's ever had. And you're Tight 45. Me? Tight 45. Equal Wednesday time. I'm going to read a chapter from the Red Wings. They uh, were able to redeem some vindication. Uh, the Red Wings beat them on opening night and the Devils went out to Detroit and throttled them six to two. It was a it was a just a drubbing. Uh, Jesper Bratt two goals and an assist for three points to continue his hot start. And then on Friday we took a, on the Avalanche that Nick uh, spoke so highly of, the defending Stanley Cup champion, and didn't allow them any time and space. Just suffocated them defensively. Uh, didn't didn't let them do anything. They didn't have really any high danger chances um Hughes with the goal Hamilton uh Hamilton and Bratt with the assist the only goal of the game uh Vanacek gets a shutout of the Avalanche uh it was just a, such a very well team played game uh blocking shots sticks in lanes and on offense they just kind of took what the Avalanche gave them and and went from there and, and uh wound up coming away with a very exciting one nothing difference uh victory and, and they, then they capped they, the week they, off by kill six penalties six in that game six for six on the penalty kill which that's pretty good colorado came in at 50 percent on the season into that game um capped the week off just kicking johnny hockey right in the fucking mouth with escape laid uh seven to one drubbing of the blue jackets and the team really played like they wanted to prove something. After jumping out to a one nothing lead in the first, the floodgates just opened in the second. And they took a 3-0 a three lead before the Blue Jackets could score. Chipped in a goal right at the end of the period to, to regain the three-goal lead. And then uh, put in another three goals in the third period to bring it up to 7-1. to one. All seven goals were scored by a different player. 
10 of the 12 forwards and half of the defensemen all registered at least a point. So uh, fuck you, Johnny Hockey. I hope you're still, quote, super thankful that Columbus made you an offer. Fucking asshole. Six and one in their last seven games. Venicek looks great. He, he won those three games. Saved 64 of 67 shots and only allowed three goals, you know, one goal a game. Goal average, three goals across the three games. Um, and all of this has been with Jack Hughes looking rather pedestrian for him with only eight points in nine games. He hasn't really gone on that tear yet. Um, the offense has really been led by Brat, who was the NHL second star of the week. He's fourth overall in points in the in the entire league behind McDavid, Pasternak, and Dreisaitl. Now those are those names typically don't get mentioned with Jesper Bratt. Is that is this like a huge surprise, you think, with Bratt? Like are you just like shocked at this or is this kind of like I was expecting 70 to 75 points on the season. So obviously he's well above that that pace. I don't think he'll keep it up all season, but contract year, he's out to make his money. Um the only negative this week was um, Andre Palat got injured last Monday and they haven't really said and what it is. There was supposed to be an update today from the devil's doctors. They were supposed to come up with some plan for how he was going to either treat the injury or, or what, and nothing came out of it. So that's a little concerning just because there's no information at all. And it's not like they haven't been asked. The beat reporters have been asking, and they just keep pushing them off and pushing them off and pushing them off. Uh, up next, West Conf Western uh, Canada road swing. So they start out with the Canucks, who's, who've been struggling tomorrow night. And then it's Edmonton on Thursday and the first half of a home-and-home -home with Calgary on Saturday. The Canucks when they they struggle not, uh, every team except the Penguins. Sorry, Bill, that was that was low blow. That was uh, low blow. you were just speaking the truth, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm not taking that as a low blow. So the the, the Rangers played the uh, the game in Arizona at with the, arena. With the the six fans that they had in the arena. Well, like it was it was very well attended by Ranger fans for sure. But I kind of liked that environment. I got to tell you, like, I know the NHL is not going to cut down to fucking 5,000 seat arenas in every building, but I really like the intimacy of it. I like the camera angles. There was a lot to like about that game. Just watching it. Are they just giving students <clears throat> tickets? Because it seemed like they had an entire student section. I, I, I really have no idea. Well, figure that out. There was <laughs> yeah. a very cool point at the game where it was like, uh, let's go Rangers. Let's go Coyotes. And it was just like alternating. <laughs> Right, that's something you'd hear at a, at a Ranger Island game, Ranger Devil game. It's yeah, typically not what you hear at a Rangers Coyotes game. No, for sure. But there was a, a spot where uh, Lingren took a uh, a puck off of his chin, like he normally does. And after seeing the locker room photos yeah, on Twitter <laughs> last week, I was like, "Where the fuck are they going to take him? Where are they going to take him to get stitched up? Do they have they have like a hospital inside? And they have there's like a, there's one the first aid that, Yeah, it's the first aid squad in the back." Oh, yeah, yeah. What we got, bud. Behind the concession <laughs> stand. The one concession stand. It's right behind it. <laughs> and, and you know, the, even the shitters, they have to use the, the public bathrooms. They don't even have regular They got to put skate guards on in order to go to the bathroom. <laughs> they got to exactly. get some elbow room to get in there. 
but listen, I, I think you guys are going to enjoy watching a hockey game in that, in that venue on TV. It was pretty cool. I liked it. And now it's time for Trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now this is the wrong bell. Brought to us by Frontier Airlines. Awkward. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, today's that, question. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> is this segment a half hour early? <laughs> <laughs> what are the officials who determine if a play is offsides called? I oh. Sometimes I, I... What the hell are they thinking when they even write a question? Oh, Steve, Steve you're raising yeah. your hand. Okay. Uh, the- Steve? Video judge replay booth. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, actually, uh, no, well, that's incorrect. But uh, that's very close to one of the uh, multiple choice answers that they uh, that they provided for us. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the ball judge. The ball. There's a, 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 a there's no balls in hockey except for the ones. His name I mean, is obviously DJ. The players. Is it the guy that sits behind the goal and presses the button when a goal is scored? Oh, uh, it turns a red light on, right? Yeah. That guy? That, that's called a goal judge. No, uh, he's not also the person who determines offsides. Oh, it's the referee. The, of course. Uh, no, the, the referee calls the penalties. It's the re- There's two referees and then there's two of these other guys oh, who, who so race. It's the... It's the umpire, clearly. You know, he's just he's got that big pad. Those are baseball. Umpires are baseball only. Is oh, it, they wear uh, the, the the big giant chest protector, Nick. Yeah. Is it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys are awesome. Is he called the uh the blue line watcher guy? That that's kind of his job description a little bit, sort of partially at least uh but but that's not what they would call the the profession it's it's uh, he's got an actual name uh, no it's it's the it during the during the timeouts where the guys come and, and clean the ice they use the big shovel okay hey sexist much it's not always guys oh, yeah you're right and 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 gals and gals it's those Jesus. people that come out with the shovels that shovel up the the snow to make sure the lines are, are, are good out of the podcast i've already had to do that they're not the the snow cleaning uh, the fine men and women who clean the snow are, are not uh no they, they don't also call the offsides there's there's no i mean it would don't. be it would be very economical for them to do both jobs huh. well look you're not going to get an argument from me that the two of the officials should be off the ice honestly you know they, they, they don't need to clog the ice with with four are they called the line beings, judge men and women Ew you're close you're close that's not correct linemen they're the linemen clearly the defensive linemen uh, that's that's a that's like a football term oh offensive wow you're linemen? so close though you're you're it's the offensive literally zone missing the, the letter no that it's not offensive linemen to defensive line. no it's that's incorrect it's incorrect they're linemen are players by the way we're we're, we're talking like, about I feel like we're coming up with officials. better names than what it probably really is. I, I'm I'm not here to argue that point. I'm just I, I'm I just have what they are actually called, and I'm telling you if you're right or wrong. Oh, then so it's far the, you're it's, you're very wrong. It's a side judge, then. No, no side piece judges. No. Uh, maybe we should go with the multiple choice. Oh, okay, okay, multiple choice. A. 
linesman. And I don't know if you remember when I said that you guys were one letter off when you had linemen, but A is linesman. B is assistant references. Oh, that's a good one. C is spotters or D is cameraman, which was the one that I thought was kind of along the lines of one of your first answers. Yeah, the cameraman is just stupid. It's got to be spotters. spotters. I mean, duh. Jesus Christ. They're, what spotting, are we they're spotting whether yeah. they're going what are we even the line properly. No, it's, it's, they're not spotters. What do you mean they're not spotters? Of course that's they are. The they're they're the, offside there. What was the multiple choice that sounded like something you would put on a job application? Assistant references. Assistant references. Could be. I almost think that they meant to put assistant referees there. Assistant to but. the referee, Bill. <laughs> I'm Good. sticking with spotter, even though you said it. Yeah, I, I, yeah it's got to be spotter. I think you're lying. Okay, then we can just go with whatever you guys think it is instead of the right answer. Sure. Because that's what the segment's all about. What is now, now, now our audience won't really know the answer. That's fine. Okay, so it's easy going to be a little crybaby bitch. Yeah. Now it's time for 20 questions or impressions with Nick. Wait, wait, what? I don't know. Again, I, I don't remember what this is. He's still impersonating going. a game show host, so it's got to be still impressions. All right. So, on that. impressions with Nick. <laughs> Fucking great. Ladies and gentlemen of the Friends of Rome podcast, ready for the fastest two minutes of this Type 45 show. It's the 20 Courses Power Play. The rules are simple. The group is two minutes to guess a famous player, coach, front office, or any famous person associated with one of the four Friends of Rivals' favorite teams. The group can ask up to 20 questions in rapid fire. While that host Nick likely fails horribly at answering and keeping track of all the questions asked, answers will only come in the form of a yes or no. The group will have to make a final guess once they hit 20 questions, or the power play has expired. If the group is successful, they win for the week and avoid shame for unable to win a children's game. And away we go! I'm really glad we worked on practice all week long. Uh, on our on our power play here, we did. I don't know. <laughs> Can we take out front office people to make it easier on us? I literally have used like one front. I, I did, I, and it was Lou Lamarillo, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right? Jesus Christ, was it? I think so. All right, fine. You guys should ask more questions that are like. Is this easier. player associated? Is this a player right, associated ready? Are you, with the? Hold on. Are you ready to start? Holy Time's already. Fuck! Oh I was it. Yeah, we were already question. ten minutes into the power play, Nick. All right, let's go. <laughs> okay, this is drop like them. when the when that when the Again. linesman drops the puck, but he's like just kidding. We're gonna do <laughs> yeah. that spotter, call the false start. The spotter, yeah, spotter said start over. All right, go. All right, go. Is it Stan Fischler's wife, Shirley? No. Hey, player, Stan Fischer has me, goddammit. Is this player associated with the Pittsburgh Penguins? No. They never are. <laughs> it's, is he associated with the New York Rangers? Yes. Is it a current New York Ranger player? No. Is it a former player? Yes. Was he a Stanley Cup champion with the Rangers? Yes. Was he a full? Yes. Ooh, it's Stefan Matteau. No. Uh, anybody in the news today? Was he Mark. a prominent, did he play a prominent role on the team? 
Yes. Steve Adam Warmer. Graves. No. Mark Messier. No. Alexei Brian Kovalev. Noonan. No and no. <laughs> Let's go, Tom. S&T seconds. No. And you said he was a forward, right, Steve? He did, yes. Yeah. He did say forward. Craig McTavish. No. Forward? Yeah. Is it Pavel Nick Burry? Kiprios. No. No. You got three left. Are we missing somebody blatantly obvious? I said Kovalev already. Sergey Nemchinov. No, two left. It's Brian Leach. He's not We're going to run out. We got to start firing pucks. What the fuck? You better get this right. Jesus. Picks the most obscure fucking person possible. That's for sure. Let's go, Tom. Big shot. And he wasn't a prominent player if we haven't named him yet. Big final shot on the power play, Tom. We'll see. We'll see. You tell me. This is your team, you're out, Tom. It's your time to shine. If it was yeah, the 95 we, Devils, I would have gotten it. We said now. the top three lines. So it's got to be someone on the fourth line. We say Glenn Anderson. No, we didn't say Glenn Anderson. He played on the fourth line anyway. Maybe the salmon sandwiches, his mom. <laughs> yeah. In Vancouver. All right, final guess. What's your final answer? Don you, Tom. Glenn Anderson. And Adam Graves. We said that. Said said Adam Graves. Graves. Like, he was the first Ranger I oh said. Oh, my God. No, you didn't say Play Adam the Graves. tapes. Play, oh, play the fucking tape. I can't wait for you to hear this. This is Adam worse Graves. than the video review that led <laughs> the not. fucking show, the shitty call of the he week. He did not say Adam Graves. Not say he Adam did Graves. say Adam Graves. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, no. We got to go in sequence or something so that so he doesn't so he catches it when somebody talks over somebody else. And I'm pretty yeah. sure I didn't hear it. So, Adam Graves, because of why? Because of his 50th birthday. It's Halloween. Adam Graves. Oh, Graves. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Next thing. I just want it to be as uncomfortable for as long as it possibly could be. <laughs> Prominent New York Ranger. I do. I, 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 I got to give might you Might have been the like second player in. we said. Yeah, I do like to tie um, into Halloween and all that. I, I do like that. That was good. Yeah, It's as, it's as great welcome. as the Tom Sex. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, let's go to this date in Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. Brought to you by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. We're here. We're saving calories. 
fast flavor no round here Coke Zero's the way to go <laughs> this one's going to bring us to the year of our lord 2015 awesome 2015 please go to june 17th june 1 7 was a wednesday Ooh. breakfast was a can of coca-cola zero sugar that's it lunch was a panera a half sierra chicken sandwich and half caesar salad with chips on the side and on Wednesday, June 17th, I went into New York City uh, and enjoyed my, my most favorite pizza place there, Sabaros. No, not really. <laughs> I had a Coke Zero for dinner and enjoyed in a, a concert in the city. That's lovely. Who'd you say? Why? Concert? Uh, it was a band called Oh Honey, who have since broken up. And uh, it was a boy and a girl, and she's solo, and he went on to form a band called lovely the band with two cohorts out in california so why did you pick june 17th 2015 i bet uh, it's wholesome <laughs> well that was the day that a a man in pittsburgh of course tried to yes, rob pittsburgh. a bank with a sex toy oh that's right uh, a man allegedly robbed uh, a med allegedly robbed a bank with a sex toy and a phone wrapped in duct tape. Further proof that your vibrator is the uh, most diverse thing you own. Uh, oh, after Aaron, Aaron Stein was arrested, he revealed that the bomb uh, he had threatened staff with wasn't actually a bomb at all. Although it uh, apparently looked convincing enough to fool bank employees. Yeah, because they're always this smart. Right. Bank employees in Pittsburgh. Right. He had a mask on and said he had a bomb, uh, displayed some wires hanging out from underneath his shirt. Uh, because of the level of the per uh, perceived threats, roads were shut down and the bomb squad deployed when police uh, pulled him over as a precaution. Um, I get that it's better uh, to be safe than sorry, especially with something potentially violent as a bomb. But if you're going to cover it in duct tape, why did uh, why did it have to be a sex toy? That's a very good question. Gotta go with what, what you got. What use, yeah. Well, well road flares and a, and a watch. It's not guy's, fucking speed. Guy's MacGyver, maybe he doesn't have road flares. Maybe he's just, you know, looking around rooms, seeing what's available to him and going was, with it. That was Tommy Boy. Oh, right. <laughs> Farley went to the bank. Excuse me one second, please. <laughs> what can't you rob a bank with? I mean, you could do it with a note, right? You can hand a, a, a teller a note. Pool float? And say, a pool float? That's what I'm going with. Yeah. I, I you can have you sex with it, can. but you can't rob a bank with it. Well, it, the pool float would be too big to bring in the bank, right? Well, dead giveaway the, dildo, walk in. the dildo could be too big to bring in the bank. Yeah, but if you have it strapped to you with like wires connected right. to now, it. Now you're talking. Now it's I've always got a dildo strapped to me. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. You Nobody brought reviewed. it up. Nobody reviewed us. <laughs> I'm so sad. Why would they? 
I mean, why you, wouldn't they? Listen back to the show, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the debauchery that happens late in the show every week. <laughs> listen, the view, listenership has been up twenty percent this season. Yeah, wait till they hear that Graves oh, wow. joke. Twenty <laughs> percent. If they make it that far, Stephen. Hmm. So, what are you implying, Nick? Was he a Ranger? Yes. Was he on the nineteen ninety four Stanley Cup champ team? Yes. Adam Graves. No. <laughs> you did not say Adam Graves. We absolutely said Adam Graves. You said everybody you might have else. said Adam Graves and Mark Messier Nick, at the exact Nick, same time. Nick, what are you willing to put on it that we did say Adam Graves? He's thinking. I want to, if we said Adam Graves, you come on the podcast next week freshly shaven. Okay, it's easy. Really? That's what you're going with. Put the beard on the line. Freshly shaved. <laughs> you have to remind me though, From if you have evidence of this. <laughs> if we have evidence, listen to yeah. it. Yes, that's all you have to do. I have we'll, a feeling, we'll, we'll, we'll Nick. I have a feeling that the marketing and editing department will put that segment right up front, so you could hear it first thing. <laughs> they, they are. They are ruthless. They are ruthless. Might have to. Oh, thank God. I'm, I'm off the hook for all the all the things I said while everybody was off camera. Oh, no, slow down. Well, we, we still got to get to your witty segment. So easy does it there, buddy. You might be, oh, no. uh, might be able to redeem yourself. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at friends underscore arrivals on Facebook, friends and rivals podcast, uh, YouTube, same handle. Go in there, click, comment, share, subscribe all that stuff. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will read the money here if you want us to. Turn on notifications for our podcast so you never miss an episode of the Friends and Rivals Podcast. Billy, say something, Woody. Give me all your money. I got a vibrator. You're right. That's not going to be... You're, you're right. You're, we're in good hands. Go ahead, marketing department. Billy, sing us out. Hello. Hello. Oh, I can hear you. Hello. I can hear you in my headset, and you can hear me. I yeah. guess you can. How about that? I'm learning. Fuck. Why is it this camera tonight? So what's going on with corporate America getting you down? Or uh, are we saving it for when everybody gets on? You disappeared, Thomas. I was getting all touchy-feely and emotional. And you just left me all alone. Oh, well. Guess that just leaves me, myself, and I. And my girth. Hello, me. That really is just me. Tom is great. Steve is awesome. Nick is the shit. Those guys are the best. They're going to be listening back to this, thinking that I'm going to trash talk them. I'm not. I'm going to just say nice things about all of them. They're my co-hosts, and I love them. La, la, la. Steve's an awesome photographer. Tom is a gifted public speaker. I don't know, public maybe, but 
Nick can fix a flat tire when he gets back from the airport. La la la. 8.59. I might have to start recording. Ah, it's Steve. Were you just singing to yourself or something?